Lisa Today's show or episode is going to be talking about the loss of sexual desire um, and why women lose their sexual t- desire and is it possible to even get it back. Now, just to start, I'm going to share something that something personal myself. And I remember several years ago, um, I met these women. They were older than me. At the time, I was about 20, 20, 19, 20, something like that. And they were in their mid or early 30s, okay? And I was active. I was sexually active. And I was dating someone at the time and having lots of sex and fun sex and kinky sex and all this type of thing. And I would talk to it, talk about it with these women because I felt comfortable with them, and it's what women do when we're together. We talk about different things. We talk about um, relationships. We talk about family. We talk about sex, and we talk about men, right? Um, and I remember one of the women saying to me that they didn't have any sort of sexual desire, and a few of the other women within the same age group sort of second, they like, yeah, I second that motion. Like, I have absolutely no sexual desire. Um, and just like how it's in the description here of the shows or the episode's description, it mentions a bit about the story. But I found it so weird. And I, I was just like, you know, how could you not like sex? Sex is so much fun. And I'm like, well, maybe you're not doing it with the right partner. And maybe it's the wrong position. Or maybe you guys need to spice it up. And I was trying to throw all these different ideas at them because I like to throw ideas at people. And um, I like to help, right? (laughs) So I was like, come on. Like, how could you not like it? Like, what's happening? And the women told me that, you know, they – they had all the women that said that they didn't have that sexual desire. They all had children, and they said, you know, we'll have sex, I mean, with our partner, um, but it's not something that they were initiating. It wasn't something like when the act was being done, like they were really feeling it. And their libido just sort of became this non-existent thing. And... It scared the hell out of me, and I thought they were crazy, and I thought something like that would absolutely never in a million, trillion, billion years would it ever happen to me. Now, okay, fast forward, I'm going to be 32 this year. Um, I am a parent, and I find myself in the exact same position, and I think about the conversation that I that I've had with these women often, you know, because I'm like, wow, that's so strange. Like, why does this happen? And um, you know, like I was dating somebody briefly and we became intimate with one another. And I just Being with him was okay. Like, it wasn't exciting. Like, I remember having sex, and it was, like, exciting. And, you know, like, he flips you over this way and flips you over that way, and you're panting and you're you're moaning, and it's all this thing. And I remember being with this guy and just being like, oh, my God, I'm just, I'm like, okay, let me just, you know, moan a little bit, 
so he can sort of get excited and get the hell off of me. I just had no emotion. And this nothing. I was completely emotionally withdrawn. And it's kind of funny because you feel like sex is a very physical act, right? You feel sex is very physical, so you don't really need all that extra stuff. But I guess I kind of do because I was just take it or leave it. And I thought it was horrible sex. And this guy that I was seeing, he he wanted it. He's like, oh, my God, you're so amazing, and this and that. I'm like, really? Because I'm not having a good time. Like, this is not a good time for me, you know. It's just I could leave it completely. And it's really weird because if I'm, you know, masturbating or something like that, then I could get myself off and and do all that sort of thing. But when I'm actually there with the guy, it's just like nowhere's land. So it was starting to really freak me out because I thought as women get older, they come into this like great sexual awakening and um, they're just, they just want sex all the time, and their libido's really in high drive, and this is when it's supposed to be so exciting. And I started to think, I'm like, well, maybe the 30s is the time where it sort of dwindles down a little bit until it hikes back up maybe in my 40s is what I was thinking, because I was just so confused. So as I always do, and as a lot of people do, um, they go on the Internet, which can be a good thing, but a lot of time it could be a very bad thing because more often than not, like, I mean, you're going to find billions of stories um, if you Google, you know, women with low sex drives, and I mean, it's all going to give you a little something different. But I found an interesting article uh, in besthealthmag.ca, and it discussed um, women uh, with low sex drives and what is causing it. And I'll just read a little something here. It says, desire is directly linked to our emotions. So psychological and relationship factors also need to be considered. So when I saw that, I thought, hmm, this totally makes sense to me, you know, Um Sex has to mean a little bit more, you know, and it does. It, it definitely is linked to emotion because I think a lot of the times um, it, it it is a physical act, but definitely for me, I find more now. I have to be emotionally there for me to have it. It can't be a situation for me personally where it's like, okay, um, I feel a bit horny. I'm just going to have sex just for the just to have sex, just for the actual physical act of sex. I don't want any emotion involved with sex. I'm going to be honest. I think I need a little bit more. I think I actually need to like the guy, you know, um, and not just be like, okay, I need to fuck, you know, whereas, you know, the person I was, Lisa, 10 years ago, um, would be like, okay, I'm horny, I want to fuck, and it wasn't so much about, okay, I need to have this 
you know, foreplay and I need to have this emotion behind it and I actually need to care about you behind it, I could just fulfill that animalistic desire and then be done with it. Um, and for me, that's that's strange because, well, not strange, but I think it makes this whole dating thing even more difficult, right? Because I'm single again, and it's like, okay, I, I'm i not going to have sex with everybody anyway. This is not who I am as a person, but it's like now i got to have something extra behind it. So not only am I looking for someone who's compatible, who I'm compatible with, who who um, is going to be a positive influence on my life, and I'm a mom, so I'm a positive person within my child's life as well because that comes first and foremost. It's a different topic that I could probably discuss for a different episode. But, you know, that's going to be a nice fit in my home life, okay? Um, and obviously going to treat me well and make me feel like, you know, butterflies and all this stuff. But also, um, I can't just have sex with them for the sake of having sex with them. And I know that some people can, right? So I don't want to generalize and just say, okay, well, when you're in your 30s, you know, and if you have kids and you're in your, you know, if you had kids in your 20s and now you're in your 30s, you're going to be done with sex and you're just done and call it a day and wear grandma panties all day, buy yourself a couple cats, don't even worry about having them. Like, I'm not even trying, like, I'm not trying to say that because I don't feel that that is true. Um, I just feel like it's changed. And I wonder if it's just a part of growing up and that my libido will come back, right? Because think about it. We do change a lot from 20 to 30. And we look at life a lot different, too, in that little 10-year gap. So maybe that's a part of it, too. Maybe it's just that um, I now want different things out of a man. And it's more about my pleasure than his because also um, when you're in your 20s and you're having your dating and you ultimately become intimate with somebody, um, you feel like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm young, I'm doing what I want, and I want sex, and da-da-da-da-da. And I have a lot of girlfriends that, some girlfriends that are a lot younger than me, and they'll be like, yeah, you know, you know, I just wanted to F, and then I wanted him out of my house, and da-da-da-da-da. But did you really, though? Like, let's be, like, really, did did you really just want to have sex with him and kick him out of your house and have him never call you again? Like, is that really what you wanted? Um, and were your needs actually fulfilled? Because you know when he gets off, right, because he shoots off. Like, you know when he comes. But did you really come and did you really experience an orgasm? That's what it, to me, that's what I'm thinking, like, because I think about when I was in my 20s and when I was intimate with somebody and uh, I thought, thought about, like, me and, like, was I really getting off, right? Because did I really enjoy myself that much? Were these guys really putting in this extra work to make sure that my needs were met? And to be honest, I don't think so. 
Like, were they really putting in that work? Um, And I feel that has something to do with it, too. I don't feel like I've ever really, ever been truly sexually satisfied in that sense. Um, You know, I've come before, but I've never, it's never been a situation where it's like, he, I'm going to let him put in the work on me. It's been more like me putting in a lot of the work and, okay, I'm feeling empowered because, um, you know, I'm on top and I'm doing this or, like, I'm in a doggy-style position. He's loving it and I can hear him moaning. And I like watching him enjoy himself because it makes me feel like I'm a powerful woman because I'm able to put him in that position. But even though that's how I think it is, I'm like, okay, I feel empowered. Am I really, though? Like, are you really, though? Are you really that empowered? Um, You're empowering him. You're making him feel like he is ultimately the man, right? Like, he is the man. He's Mr. Big Dick. And you're moaning and you're creating this scene. And if you if you do oral, if you suck the dick, then you're doing a good job on sucking his cock and you're making that eye contact and you're doing this and you're licking the balls, you're doing all this stuff. And you're feeling like you're this, you know, sexual goddess. Um... But are you being pampered yourself? And I feel for me, I'm just, sexually, I'm just like, I'm over it. I just feel like, you know what, I could take it or leave it. I'm just not into it. I would just, um, yeah, I feel like I already know what's up. I'm like, I don't want to be in a situation where it's like I have to do all the work and I'm trying to, like, please him and then look hot and do this and do that. And I'm not getting fully what I need because I'm making sure that he gets what he needs. Um, And I think too much of that could definitely, for me personally, um, cause that libido to kind of go down, okay? And it makes me feel like I'm not interested in sex anymore, and I can only really get off, like, truly enjoy myself if I'm masturbating, right? Uh, And it definitely, in the long run, will have effects on relationships moving forward Um, because it's an embarrassing thing to talk about with your partner and say, look, um, I'm not, like, I just really have a low sex drive right now because you don't want to hurt your partner's feelings. Like, imagine going to your guy and saying, look, honey, I just don't want to have sex. I have no interest in sex. That's not going to make him feel very good. You know, it's going to make him feel that he's going to have to work triple times as hard. And then when he puts in that work, he's going to have to question you and be like, well, how did you feel about that? Was that okay? And you don't necessarily want to do that to the one that you love and care about. So what can you do to put yourself um, in a position where you're enjoying it, right? Like, because sex... Is to be, of course, like you know, it's to create life, right? So we have sex, you, you get pregnant, and create life. But beyond that, it feels good, right? It's supposed to feel good. Um, and how do you enjoy that again? Um, here are a few tips that I found from Prevention.com because once again, I love to be on the internet. I absolutely love to be on the internet, and I Google everything, like like everybody else. 
on planet Earth nowadays. Like, if you, before you go to a doctor, you go and you Google, right? So I'm I'm there, and I'm like, okay, what do I do? And how do I change this? Because this sucks. It, it really sucks. Because it also makes you feel less than. Because it's like, well, why am I not enjoying myself? It makes you question yourself as a woman as well. So um, what can you do? So some tips from prevention.com. It says uh, DHEA, okay, short for I cannot pronounce this. I'm going to try dehydropesistra anyways. So this neurotransmitter is required for production of testosterone. Um, This hormone can rev up your sex drive, okay? So it shows up with both men and women. Um, Upping this uh, hormone or uh, definitely added to sexual function in women. So that's a possibility if you want to start taking stuff, acupuncture, yoga, so meditation, um, a Mediterranean diet, women's Viagra, um, and there were so, and the list just went on and on and on. Now, how I feel about it personally would be this, because I mean, I'm going to say what I feel personally because it's my show and it's Lisa talks, right? So we'll just say. How I feel about it is this. I feel that we all go through changes sexually, just like how you're not the same person that you were at the age of 17, 18, 19. Like, we change, right? You're not going to be the same person at 30. Um, Different things start to matter. And if you're married or in a deeply committed relationship, and you're not sexually there, you can also go to, I think, I don't really endorse taking medications and things of this nature and for, um, for something like this, but also seeing a sex therapist is fantastic because they can help you work through what's going on behind you having the low sexual desire and you can go to this sex therapist with your partner. Um, it's a safe place for you both to kind of discuss and work on getting better. Like, what does your partner need to do um, to help you? Because if you are in a partnership, partnership means togetherness, right? So you're in it together. It's not you against the world, right? Which is the fun part of having a partner in life or being married or whatever. So I think the best thing to do would be to go see somebody. Sexual therapist, sexual counseling um, would be fantastic. Uh, Also trying some new things and being verbal, saying what it is that you want. Um, And thinking back, the person that I was seeing briefly, I didn't really tell them a lot about what I wanted because, honestly, I don't feel like I was really interested in him that much. Certain things led me to not want to have him around, okay? So that probably had a lot to do with it, too, because I wasn't feeling um, connected with him personally anymore, and I was starting to um, just 
be turned off a little bit by certain things that he was doing in life. Um, that definitely had effect on me being my my sex drive with him. So I feel that has something to do with it as well. Um, so yeah, so definitely sex therapy would be the number one thing, okay? Therapy is good for a lot of other things too. So why can it not be good for sex? I feel, I'm going to repeat it again, but up is important and talking about it. So many people are in marriages, are in long-term relationships, and they don't talk to their partner. What's the point of having a partner if you're not going to talk to them about what's going on? Like people will post on social media and say, oh, you know, this is my partner, my best friend, my this, my that. I love them so dearly. But they don't fucking talk to them about what's actually going on. And you see, what happens is you're not going to talk to them about what's going on, and then you're going to affect how they feel about themselves inside, and then they might start looking outside of the relationship. And then that's definitely not a good thing. So suck it up and talk to them. If this is a person that you're sleeping beside, you're sleeping in bed with every night, um then you should be able to tell them. And if you can't tell the person that you love and have decided that they're going to be your partner in life or your long-term partner, then I suggest, you know, you start rethinking a lot of other things besides your low sex drive, okay? Because, you know, relationship 101, communication. You cannot have a relationship, whether it be a friendship or a sexual relationship, or anything like that, without communication. And that doesn't just go about, okay, we're in an argument, or you pissed me off about something, and we need to talk about it. That also goes for sex. And from the other side of the coin for men, the same thing. If your partner is not doing it for you for whatever reason, speak the fuck up. Like, open your mouth and talk about it. You could save yourself so much headache and so much heartbreak and so much bouncing around from one person to the next if you just open your fucking trap and discuss. Um, Anyway, so that is the show. Thank you so much for listening. Um, It is New Year, so I'm going to try to get, like, um, guests on the show. I think that would be really fun. Um, even though I love to talk and my name is Lisa Talks, it'd be li- <laughs> it would be nice to have someone else on the show from time to time to go back and forth with because I think it's super fun. Also, the show's also about half an hour, so it's not very long. So um, I'm thinking about doing some really fun content moving forward so that I can do a longer show, which is super exciting. Um, if you ever want to, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to mention this too. Um, I'm also trying to figure out um, scheduling, right? Because so far I've been doing, I've done a few shows so far, um, but I want to do more consistent shows. So it's like, so you guys know if you're listening, if you've heard any of my previous shows, so that you know when you can hear me all the time. I think that's better, and that makes more sense if it's on a more consistent basis. So that's what I'm going to be doing in the new year, so working on getting some great guests so I can produce some fantastic content. Um, And 
picking some awesome time slots and making the show a bit longer when I do have those guests on because um, I want to share with you guys how I feel about stuff because I feel if I'm thinking this way, then there has to be someone else that's thinking this way too. Um, So thank you so much for listening to my show. This is Elisa Talks. And clearly, I don't talk enough, but thank you for listening. Um, I hope everyone's new year is filled with whatever their heart desires. 